1: This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. Hey everybody, you're listening to the Work For It podcast on The Makery Network. I'm Brian House. And I'm
0: Ben Butler. And together we represent the two most important components of the maker
1: world. I work the steel. And I work the wood. The show's primary focus is business in the workshop. And then we reach out to you on social media with a question every week.
0: We read your answers and then discuss them on the show.
1: Follow our show on any major podcast platform and on Instagram at workforit.podcast. Or you can support us for as little as $1 a month on patreon.com forward slash workforit. Let's get on with the show. Benjamin Butler, how's it going in Idaho?
0: Brian House, it is going very well here in Idaho. It's a chilly morning.
1: You it's know? chilly everywhere, ex- except for where I am, apparently. I mean, we're we're seeing shitstorm 2021 happening all over the United States, if you're not. Uh, and by the way, I yeah. don't know anything else. I'm a typical American. I have my blinders on. I only look at uh, things happening in the U.S., but uh, <laughs> that's not true. I'm just kidding around, but I've been busy. So if you haven't noticed, I haven't been on social media as much. Yeah. Um, other than you know, you know, crushing a few idiots on uh, Facebook, um but um as one will, you know. Yeah, you know, we're <laughs> just, you know, we I I'm, I'm like Warren G, I got to regulate, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mount up, Mount up
0: baby. <laughs> we You're
1: are right, we are experiencing an insane amount of cold weather for yeah. the US and to put it into perspective if you um you look at texas texas is going through some major shit yeah uh and um uh one of my closest people uh matt who distributes all my parts he's he's on the front lines of this right now Um, and doing a great job i talked with him last night everybody's safe uh, for the most part but i do have people like in my immediate sphere who live in texas Who are like burning furniture and books and like, you know, uh, just trying to stay warm because of these rolling power outages. And um, it's
0: nuts, man. It's
1: we are with you, Texas. I just want you to know that uh, if you need anything, reach out to the show and we will find resources for you.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. It's
1: not over yet. It's not over yet for them. I think it's going to warm up like, uh, well, this will come out Thursday. It's supposed to warm up around Friday, I think. That's so.
0: Kind of what I, I saw too, little warming trend. Yeah. I, I mean, from, from Texas to Portland and all points in between. I mean, I, it, I saw some stuff from, I a coworker that's over near the Portland, Oregon area and, you know, one inch thick ice on the trees, just hanging yeah. everywhere and, um, power lines down. Just, it's, it's ugly out there. So people stay safe and. I Stay thought warm. all this
1: shit was supposed to end in 2021. Man, January 1 man, right? was the contractual <laughs> like, agreement we had with right? the year 2021 this where it was, was supposed to get better. and It's it didn't. supposed to be utopia this year. Yeah, right? Honestly, it's been a shit year. Yeah, no, right? I don't yeah, know, right? not know what to off do to, about it.
0: We're not really off to a great
1: start. You're right. <laughs> Here's what I can't... Exactly. Here's what I can tell you. I can tell you that I think if... Um, we continue to uh, see trends like this, we're going to have to just set the calendar back to like 2019 and start all over yeah. again. I, like, I, I don't Y2K. see any other way <laughs> we'll Have to go through. I'd go back K. to the year 2000. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Hell that was yeah. a good year, man. Hell You're yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I'd Prince was alive
0: 20 years, you know? Yeah. I'd be, I, yeah, I don't know that I would want to be, t- well, I guess I would be 20 again. I don't know. I, would you, would you carry the knowledge that you have now back with you?
1: You'd have to. yeah Yeah, you'd have to you'd have to there'd be no other way for me to want to go backwards in time right because i was a i was just a i was like a meat pops i didn't even i didn't have any yeah (sighs) i I was a moron let me just say this right now in my 20s most of my 30s i was a complete moron and and i didn't do what i needed to be doing i was a very um difficult person you know yeah. and I feel like as I got older every year I gained more knowledge and I started to like oh I realized like okay I can't do stupid stuff anymore I have to be, I have to grow up I have to do things like a man not be right. a boy
0: so. yeah yeah it's uh, yeah <laughs> yeah like I say, I, I I don't I'm with you I would not go back unless I could take what I have you know I've never had a desire really to go back or even emulate the past you know people uh, dress up in in medieval suits and shit and i'm like fuck that i i have no desire to live in the middle ages you know
1: you're not going to get into the larping scene anytime <laughs>
0: Oh no i like my oh. you know i like my charman to wipe my ass and <laughs> all the modern i love conveniences. modern
1: conveniences i'm with you i love technology I'm an early adopter of yeah. everything I can get yeah. my hands on it's like oh that'll improve my life I'm gonna buy that or make, yep. make that work or I'm gonna figure out how to make it better because um, that's what we do as a society now there is a yeah. whole bunch of people who like to reminisce and look back sure. and go oh those were the good old days and uh there are some good old days but you yeah. can have the good old days right now if you just you know yep. take your time and look at it in the right way and get your perspective together and you yeah, know, live in the I now. think
0: I think that's it, right? Like, don't don't get me wrong. When I say I don't want to go back to the past, I I firmly believe we need to keep you know keep the past in mind as we plan the future, and we need to learn from our lessons and all that stuff. But yeah, you're not gonna see my ass larping around in leggings and. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't even. All
1: that. I'll take that. I'm. But. I'm really glad there was no social media back then because I would have <laughs> been. I would have been an right. idiot on Can you, camera in public, yeah. Can and public uh, and people there'll be a record of it somewhere which All i right. don't have now which is nice <laughs> it's very nice even even the stuff on social media from 10 years ago i'm like i can't believe i posted oh lord that shit i don't even know what the hell i was thinking yeah. and it'll probably be the same in another 10 years i'll look back and go Right? What were you thinking, man? Like, stop doing this stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just looking at clothes, right? Like, you look back at what you wore in the '80s, and you're like, "Holy hell, we wore
1: that shit!" Like, wow. Bowl cut, (laughs) yeah. Flared out jeans and and uh, tight rolling my pants. Oh yeah. You know, remember the denim tight rolls, and then. Now, we did live in an era, grew up through an era of beautiful music being made. Oh, Lord. There was a massive transition in the music scene. So the grunge scene happened, you know, while we were in high school. And, you know, if you want to look back on it like that, I mean, I've sat through and witnessed concerts that when I tell the guys like that work for me and stuff, they're like, oh, man, you've seen Rage Against the Machine. I'm like, yeah, like five times, you know, like I, you know, just you don't realize it until later when you look back. It's like when we were talking with someone and they saw Led Zeppelin play or the Beatles, uh, you know, so you're like, man, I really wish I would have seen John Lennon perform live. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, unfortunately that didn't happen. So, uh, but you know, Hey, we can look back in that regard, but now it's time to look at the now and look at the future. And I think when, uh, We did the show uh, last week or two weeks ago. We were talking about, you know, living in the now, being present yeah. in what we're doing because social media has a tendency to make us look forward. You know, we're always yep. constantly trying to game out the system and, OK, what's the next big thing? What's the next big trend? We're going to push that. We're going to talk about that because of uh, our whatever our endeavor is mm-hmm. the the concept for me, has been I start to look back over the last few years where I got really serious about social media, and I am asking myself, "Is my life better?"
0: Right. Yeah. You know
1: did i did I make an improvement?
0: It's yeah. or
1: was it a a step backwards? You know, right. for me. Yeah, um, I don't know. I it, honestly I can't answer it.
0: It's hard. That's I'm such a, a hard, hard one to measure. I think you know because it's so dependent on. Perspective and time and place and all of that stuff. Um, you know, you like to think as your life moves on, you mature and it gets better. You know, y- your feet get more firmly planted on the ground. You got more things figured out. You know, you get get rid of some of the bad habits and pick up better ones. And <laughs> you know, but some of us don't do that. <laughs>
1: Some of us don't progress. Yes, I'm noticing this as I get uh, older and older. I'm like, you should probably know better by now, but you don't. How is exactly. this possible? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And we forget, though, that there's a lot of people that are stagnant because they don't have the same opportunity or the same sort of sphere of influence or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, and there's a lot of people, a whole lot of people that are comfortable just being in that position. They don't really want to move forward. It's not something on their forefront, which, no judgment, you know, hey, if you're content and you're happy, dude, that's where it's at. Do that, you know, because a, a lot of times I think, all of this drive inside of me there's this whirlwind that is you know spinning in me constantly I think is it is it a good thing or is it a bad thing is it a gift or is it a is it a detriment to me but yeah I, I don't know I've always been this way I can't change myself so yeah that's the other thing you have to learn to accept yourself over time I guess
0: that's probably where. I feel like I see the light at the end of the tunnel more and more as I get older. Right? It's that
1: acceptance of self. Not, not the heaven light. I no, hope. no, you're not, you're not staring. At me. Look away <laughs> no. from the light, Ben.
0: But, oh my... step
1: away from the light. Don't go into the light, Ben. Dredging. Up Come back all my... to the keg Earth.
0: parties. Keg party memories. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Last thing I remember was I was uh, doing a keg stand, and uh, <laughs> all of a sudden I saw this bright light. <laughs> And Saint. Peter <laughs> was asking Jeez. me if I really belong here. <laughs> Let's like let's take the last uh let's take a, a recap of the last 30 seconds of your life. Oh, oh yeah, oh. no. No. You're definitely uh, not sorry. getting in. <laughs>
0: yeah, we'll see We'll see you next year,
1: try again. <laughs> <laughs> Send him back. Yeah, you're, so, you're so
0: you're so terrible. We're sending you back to Earth, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're going back. We you're you're not going, but you got a lot to learn now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, the little um <laughs> the sketches that we've been doing, I think, have been uh, well received. And, yeah, uh, you know, they'll those take a little bit of time to put together. So we're gonna put put some more of those together and get Ben involved in some of those as well. Nice. Um, and I don't know. Uh, just quickly switching topics. Did you listen to Knife Talk this week all the way through?
0: I'm in the middle of it now. Well, I all take right, that back. So I a- was listening to the Will Stelt- Steltler- Stelter, um, interview. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, Full Blast. With this Full this Blast, yeah, yeah. Which was awesome, by the way. Really good, um, yeah. Very, yeah, really, really good. Uh If you listen to the f- knife... I haven't talked with Craig. If I don't know if this was an accident or what, but if you listen to it all the way through, oh, uh it, when they play the music at the end, there's still like 10 or 15 minutes of audio at the oh, end after that. And it's their after that. conversation where they're talking about a bunch <laughs> of stuff. And I won't ruin it for you, but... I'm listening to this going, it sounds very unguarded. I don't know if it was a mistake or not, but um, they they did discuss a a lot of things that were going on inside of the makery because I think there's some confusion uh, as to you know why we're asking for patrons to join up oh. on our system so that we can buy software, so that we can do all this stuff. Gotcha. I think there's a lot of confusion. We make no money doing this. No, like it's not. A, even though you hear ads, there was like something going on inside of the 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 actual system where we weren't being paid and still aren't mm. being paid to do any of this work. Which, by the way, I would do this for free. Hell I mean, yeah. I'm not. I love this, so I you yep. know I don't need to be paid. No, but, uh, of course it would be nice because it would allow for uh, better equipment and software and all that. That's yeah. the whole point. So um, mm-hmm. Craig goes into that after knife talk, talks a little bit about the, the problems they've had logistically right. with the software he had bought into. And then he realized like, Hey, we haven't, we've been running ads for six months and there was no, no, no output. Pay. There's no wow. checks being cut and it turns Shies out that up. I don't know what happened. I haven't, I don't know the details. Yeah. All I know is that he's switching things up. So hopefully we can, you know, um, push us into a paid space, I guess. I, yeah. I mean, I guess that's the point, but um, yeah. again, I do it for free. I don't know about you, but I I, would too. I, I, I'm pretty sure you would too.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. And I think it's, yeah, but, it, but at the same time, you know, I think from Craig's perspective or from the larger makery perspective, to me, it's, it's two things. It's, can it be sustainable, right? And can right. Craig, who had this brilliant idea to bring all these things together, you know, support him and his mission to to, to to do that, and then also support the creators that are that are making great content? I, I'll be I'd be willing to bet that if you asked anybody that puts out a podcast on the Maker Network, they'd say the same thing we just did. You know, like we just do it because we love it. We're having fun. Yeah. You know. Um, And I think, so one is to support Craig and then two is to support the creators. But at the end of the day, you know, I think we'll still continue to make, if the Makery dissolved tomorrow, we'd probably still get together and put a show. So it's kind of neat in that regard that uh, we are sort of independent as podcasts, all of us, right? But then uh, we come together through one publishing agency, if you will, (laughs) right? Um, Yeah.
1: Which works out- And we're strong- we're stronger Brilliant. if we collaborate, too, yeah. by the way. You know, oh, if you yeah. think of it in terms of what Craig has created, you yep. know, the, the concept here is not a new one. It's one that takes a lot of time and energy to... Um, to sort of put together and uh keep flowing so you know uh to for a guy like craig to do it and then stick his neck out like that and then not get reimbursed from the the company that he bought all the stuff through it just sucks but hey it's being rectified i believe and i think we're you know we're moving forward in that regard and so uh just a quick segue um, I will be on the Full Blast podcast nice. uh, next week. So on Monday we'll be recording and then it'll launch on Friday. Jeff and I are going to sit down and we're going to talk about all kinds of tomfoolery and, you know, things that we've got in common, two guys doing the same kind of concepts and work. And nice. that is, I think, important for us to cross pollinate between yeah. podcasts because you know a lot of guys listen to to full blast that don't listen to house or made. yeah <laughs> work for it, and, for it. Uh, and uh and 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 you know and vice versa so you know and i'm not only that you know guy i've i've thought many times like how badly i'd love to have like chris zepp or paul mm-hmm. Pinto. Uh, on the show or Jeremy from Simple Little Life, you know, yeah. uh, I've, we've done, um, AOC. So the art of craftsmanship has yep. been on our show and I've been on theirs, yep. but we could do that again. Uh, Heck you know, yeah. the listenership is a lot bigger now. We're, you know, we're looking at, um, every time we launch a show. Uh, the numbers are, are getting so good. I mean, we're really seeing some growth now. Um, it's great. and I, f- it is great. It's, it, yeah. it, it, it's, it goes to show you the more you do something, the more effort you put in, the more consistency yep. you, you have with this, with anything, by yes. the way, this is like the common steady uh, common exactly this this like this is the recipe for success yeah it's to constantly be working and moving forward and trying and doing different things until you click and then you know joe rogan didn't start where he will you know no i mean look at look at those careers you know these are guys that just never gave up
0: probably thousands of pieces of audio content before he actually you know made something out of it and became known for it and that's I tell folks that all the time. I have folks say, Hey, you know, what's the secret to growth on Instagram? The secret to growth on Instagram is waking up every morning and making a freaking post. (laughs) That's the secret. (laughs) Which I need to
1: do, by the way. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You
0: know, the the secret is there is no secret. And then, you know, guys like me get on and whine and complain that we're not seeing any growth, but uh, you know, (laughs) I've, bump down to two posts a week you know so it's it's like yeah. that's that's not gonna work dude you got to post it well night. you're doing qu-
1: you're doing quality <laughs> stuff
0: that's what's know, hard too. yeah that's, you gotta find that balance you know and same with what we're doing here you know there's i'm sure there's some shows that are better you know more well received than others and that's the way it'll be but
1: i disagree but, we're number one
0: yeah right work <laughs> but i it, think people one. need to know that they can they can depend on you right like it's coming yeah. every week regardless yep. Um yep. and it's cool I'm starting to get folks reach out like hey when's a question coming out or you know like you guys where's the show It came out <clears throat> when we came out late a couple weeks ago when I did oh the when, solo. We, when
1: we yeah, when you did your solo episode and it didn't launch until Friday, mm-hmm. the the messages started to flood in yeah. to both co- you know you, me, and the house or the Work for it uh, podcast Instagram. Yeah, and then people were concerned. You know, they're like, "Yeah, you guys know, all right?" By the way, yeah, you guys all right? By the way, the, <laughs> yeah, right? the, by the way this is episode thirty eight of Work for it. That's and crazy. if you do the math that's 38 weeks uh, we've yeah. never missed a week we've we've published one every week 38 times and we're you know we're on a a mission you know for me personally if i, if I look at this podcast as a just one component of the diversification of content that we put out mm-hmm. i feel like it's it's pretty paramount i mean it's up there with my youtube channel um somebody messaged me um I think it was Ian Maz, uh, nice. uh messaged me, our, our our friend up north in Canada. I hope you're staying warm, warm Ian. Um, he said, you know, I've noticed your your YouTube uh, content has sort of dwindled a bit when you started the podcast. You know, I mm-hmm. used to be a weekly poster, or maybe every other week, and now yeah. I'm, like every, I'm like once a month. And the reason was uh, because – I felt like the podcast needed attention in the beginning. And, you you know, obviously it's a vacuum. My time is a vacuum. So if I move my time away from you, if I move my time into something, it takes it away from other things. I felt like it was so valuable. The podcast platform was so valuable because instantaneously I started getting feedback that was intelligent and smart and honest and it connected me with people instantaneously like on episode 2 it yep. was like and on YouTube I've I've gained a lot of followers you know there's 33,000 active users on that uh platform yeah but it's not the same. I, a lot no. of those p- smart folks flooded into uh, Facebook and Instagram and now the podcast. But on YouTube, I get a lot of like, you know, negative, negative, uh, negativity and other things that yep. a lot of other content creators uh, talk about. And it becomes kind of this love hate thing where you're like, I love creating video content. It takes so much effort and time oh, and resources. And then the, f- Fucking assholes come out and yeah. they're just and, and then they go, <laughs> you know, they they'll, they'll be bashing you in one comment and then on another video they'll be like, you don't post enough content anymore, exactly. and all you talk about now is your grinder project. And why the fuck do you think that is? By the yeah. way, like it uh, was get, kind get, of where so, it was all headed anyway, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not only that, though, you know, I can't make everybody happy mm-hmm. at the same time. I want to just do the shit that I love doing. So you yep. know, the podcast made. It 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 ticked all those boxes, think, and uh, it, the only downside to it is there's no monetary, you know, whatever. Yeah. But again, that doesn't bother me. I no. just love doing this. I'll come in other ways. You know, the
0: benefits yes, come in other ways, and I think in in the YouTube world, people think they get to know you, right? And in right. a channel like yours, where you talk to the camera. Uh, probably, you know, arguably more than other YouTubers might, uh, you're more forthcoming and, and, you know, you're more present in the video as a character. Whereas I think other maker videos, the project is the character every week or every, you know, every episode, if you will. So I think people get this perception that they, they know you in some way. And then when you change on YouTube, they're like, well, shit. That's not Brian. That that That's not where I thought he was going. I thought I knew him. <laughs> right. You know? I want him a- to
1: do this like a monkey. Right. I want to yeah. throw peanuts at him so he'll perform for me. You yeah. know? It's stuff like that, and it's really bad. It's yeah. like a systemic issue on YouTube. But do
0: you think on the podcast, it seems because it's really long form, right? If somebody's going to listen to an episode of our show... They better pack a lunch, you know? I mean, it's, yeah, it's an, you know, it's a commitment. And so that gives people such a, a great window into our thought processes and, you know, sort of our lives in a way that I would agree. After the very first episode that we recorded together, I had several people reach out like, Hey, dude, you know, great show or whatever it was and have continued to reach out. Um, yes. and probably, in all my couple, three years on Instagram, I maybe have developed two or three close friendships like that through all the posts I've done on Instagram, almost a thousand posts over three years. No kidding. Like, kidding. Yeah, it's
1: crazy. And then bang, instant, like through yeah. our connection and what we did here, you started yep. getting those people that were feeding in. By oh, the yeah. way, that's the community man. that basically supports everything we do and you know all you'll see these people there's you know maybe like 50 of them that are just always always on and working together to ensure our success that is such if it gives me goosebumps dude yeah i appreciate these people so much and it becomes you hear other makers or other youtube guys or content creators talk about this your core 100 yeah we had that uh core 100 right away and it felt like almost not real it felt like it was just a well you know i keep seeing these same people commenting and connecting now we're video chatting and talking and you know it's messaging each other, and I'm sending them stuff, and they're sending me stuff, and we're doing things back and forth and there's true friendships there yep. that have occurred because of this of these mediums that we've put out there and um, that's the the true value that's the true goal of this project uh, for me anyway, I know, and and I think the same of you as well
0: 100 percent we
1: connected with people yeah and and that's a beautiful thing. Five yeah, that's, al-
0: that's always been my goal with it, you know, and at times you lose sight of it a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's, it's, you know, to inspire people to, to make stuff and to, to work with their hands and to think differently than, than maybe society does in a way, you know, and, and so to build a community of like-minded people. I mean, When I first found Instagram, and I'll bet, I'll be willing to bet that a lot of other folks are this way. When you first stumbled upon it, you know, it was probably just mind numbing because, you know, hey, there's other people in this world that would wake up at 4 a.m. to go fuck around in their workshop.
1: You know, like, wow, (laughs) that's true. That is actually true. (laughs) I love that too, by the way. I, I love waking up and going, Oh, Ben's already awake. I can see like he's (laughs) doing shit already. Like, wow, it's amazing. You know, I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. fascinated by that. But at the same time, if I didn't know you, right, it might not have the same impact on me if I didn't have a personal connection with you, which is, um, you're, I'm now starting to see some of my rhetoric, you know, all these things that I've been preaching for so long. Yeah they're now starting to be replicated by people within the community. So I yes. uh, I used to 15 years ago I was approached by the Chamber of Commerce and a small business uh, organization of volunteer um ex-entrepreneurs who are guys who made a shit ton of money basically and retired yeah. and then decided to give their time away to guys like me who were, you know, just starting That's out. Um, they asked me to come do classes, you know, for score basically. So I would come in and I would teach courses and, you know, online marketing. And back then SEO was like a big thing. And so, you know, still is, but it's, you know, um, more commercialized now. But so I would, my, I would always start my first presentation. I'd have a room full of people. By the way, I was the youngest guy in the room, you know, standing (laughs) in front of a whole bunch of people that are a lot older than me and they're all looking at me and they're going, how do I do this? And I said, And this is how I opened up every single class. I would say people do business with whom they like and whom they know. Yep. So how do you now achieve both of those things? Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you go to marketing events or you go to networking events or you start talking and you start doing all this stuff. Right. Okay. So, right around that time, Facebook was uh, was becoming a very um, con- a high contender. Um, uh, Vine was a big thing. There's yeah. all these different platforms. I don't think Instagram existed back then, or if it did, it was very, very small. It's not and a month, I started so telling people, yeah, I don't know when it started, but I was telling people like, look, get on Facebook and just start telling people who you are talking to them and offering what you do. You know, if you're a service based business, become the local expert, right. If you're a tree trimmer, somebody posts a picture of a tree and they want to know something about it. Give them a, give it away, you know, give them your services for free right on there. Yep. Cause You've now just created uh, an environment where people are not just that person, but all the people who saw that photo are now reading your comments and seeing that you're a helpful person. You are you know what you're talking about, and you've now established yourself as a local expert. If mm-hmm. you take that exact same concept and apply it to any business model, any, doesn't matter what it is, you will succeed. Yep. It, it's just that simple that and a pair of argyle socks i think it's important that everyone has a pair of argyle socks every every smart and uh every uh, successful entrepreneur i've ever met wears argyle socks i don't know if you've noticed this (laughs) and wingtips this is another can this is another very small secret amongst us entrepreneurs (laughs) there you go argyle
0: socks
1: (laughs) the details baby the Mm -hmm. details Anyway, I'm blathering. I feel like I'm blathering, back. No, how how you doing? Good stuff.
0: I'm great. I am doing really good, actually. It's uh, I don't know. What's the projects
1: you got going on? I know I just saw a few things: the sharpening thing and a couple other things going on. But
0: kind of scattered right now, but mainly the shop bot and getting that thing going and cutting and you know, it's um what people don't. I think often consider when they jump into buying a CNC, you know, shape or some of these, uh, some of these CNC companies have made it dead simple to, to, you know, they've lowered the barrier to entry so low that it's like buying a table saw, right? It's not, it's no longer a, a make or break thing. You know, it's not thousands of dollars. It's singular. It's a thousand dollars and you can dive in. But what what I think is often overlooked is that there is a ton of computer work in CNCing. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, you know, and I think folks um, maybe underestimate it. I know I did to an extent. You know, I I had been familiar with it, but it was like, oh, I forgot. Like, I got to do all. You know, anything you want to cut on that thing, you've got to build it in a computer before you build it in real life. So...
1: That's a really great piece of information because I think a lot of people approach this and go, you know, and they do it with the 2D CNC stuff yeah. as well, like laser cutting, oh, yeah. water cutting, all that. I get a lot of messages from people who have bought my plan set and, you know, we include DXF files in there so that they can mm-hmm. cut out their stuff on their own if they want, like if they're in another country and they have access to that or whatever, yep. <laughs> I get these people who are like, oh, uh, can you write my G code for me? I'm like, nope no I can't <laughs> I mean I literally cannot like I, I don't yeah. know what machine you're using number one and I mm-hmm. it's it's completely different yeah so it's... when you approach a project like this you have to understand okay getting the files is step one and then learning how to make how the machine to, how to get do it what shot uh, get it step machine
0: two. ready is yeah step two it's yes. so it's it's um you know I will say so I had never used uh, Vectric vcarve uh Pro is what I'm using right now, uh, but Vetric also makes Aspire, uh, and then they have just a regular version of VCarve. And so it's, you know, basically what VCarve does is it turns vectors into tool paths. And so okay. if you want to cut a square out of a piece of plywood, you need to have that as a vector file. A vector file would be like a line file sure um, and so there's a number of ways you can do some design work it right in VCarve. uh aspire uh, touts itself as a full-blown uh design program and um cam program so cam so is
1: so it like fusion where there's a design platform and then you can yep. click over to manufacturing and it'll pump out exactly code essentially yeah okay
0: Yep. And you can certainly use Fusion as well. And Fusion will give you the ability to generate those tool paths as well. Um, But, you know, the ShopBot, um, the version of the ShopBot that I have ships with uh, a license for VCarve Pro. And so that's part of their whole package. And then all of their support and training material is sort of based on VCarve. Now, ShopBot also does stuff with Fusion. And in fact, They've got a series going on right now that is uh, all on Fusion 360, and I know they've done two episodes, and there probably is another one coming up tomorrow, I think, Uh, but they're doing sort of a deep dive, five or six part series, hour to an hour and a half long uh, training on on, Fusion 360, all free. That is
1: Awesome. it's the future of CAD, I think. It, yeah. Know, people are bitching about the subscription fees. I mean, and once you start seeing the value in that yeah. software, I have been touting it for a long time. Yeah. Subscription-based service, a, a sur- software as a service, S-A-A-S. Yeah. It is a thing we all have to adopt. You got it. And it sucks. Nobody likes paying a fee and all that. And But if you really look at, um, I've been in IT for so long that it, yeah. I tell people this all the time about QuickBooks and everything else. You know, like QuickBooks Online. It's a simple accounting program. I pay three hundred and some odd dollars a year for it. It definitely okay. makes that money back for me. Yep. You know, and all the services and everything it does. Plus I get the updated version of it every day. Yeah. They're New making features,
0: changes. Uh,
1: all that stuff I get I get people walking into my shop all the time, running, you know, Windows ninety five, right, and yeah. they're trying to make it work. And you know, I'm like, dude, what's your time worth, happen. man? That like, yeah, you know, you, you know, are you making fifty bucks an hour? You know, look at what it costs you to just all the headache in this. Oh, um, you know, just you know, and I think, I think we are now at the precipice of this where people are starting to accept it more, and yep. and you know, you know, using the software more. And now I will say. It's not cheap. I mean, if you no. look at the commercial version of Fusion, however, you, if you wait and you can get the little promo codes and stuff, like they always do 50% off a year yeah. or 40% off a year, then it becomes very doable. You know, right. two, 300 bucks and you get a license for a year. By the way, it also stores all of your content in a cloud. So now you're not syncing these files between machines. If you're like me, I go between my home and my office all the time, and I'm working all the time on the same projects. If I had to figure out, which, I I mean, I'm sure I could do it, but if I had to sync it all with Dropbox and everything else, I would probably screw something up over time. Yeah, you'd have
0: to have it versioned out and be like, you know, managing a plan set like you have would be like managing a big software project. You'd have to use git or something you know Oh, to, it would be insane yeah that would be nuts but i don't yeah. know if you've
1: looked at the drawing feature of fusion have you have you started playing around with i have
0: yep i have it's awesome it's insane it
1: it's awesome
0: jack and i were playing with it um christy found a uh coffee table that she liked. And it was round, you know, like a 13 inch round. I think I might have mentioned it before, but
1: oh, yeah, you were, we were talking about yeah. this, the dished out. Yeah. Uh, surface. So I
0: haven't gotten to cut that yet. I, I will, I will say that I have not owned a Windows PC for, oh. you know, about 10 years, <laughs> probably longer than that. I've been a Mac user and uh totally blue screened i i was i, I need to message craig cuz i totally blue screened the windows <laughs> you computer guys
1: were, you guys were twinning at oh, the man. same time cuz i had like, the same problem
0: what the hell is going like how do i you know i just i was dumbfounded like i completely forgot how to go in and flash the bios and you know all that crazy oh, yeah. shit that you do just to try to get you know cpr and then I let so I did, couldn't fix it the one night so I'm like well screw it I got to go to bed I'm, I'm beat. So I go to bed and I just leave it sit there. I had let it sit on boot up and so it had like the the splash screen for the manufacturer and then the little spinning wheel. And the next morning there it was. Windows was all yep. logged in and ready to go. I'm like, "Well, at least you've learned to heal yourself, Windows."
1: <laughs> I will say that Windows 10 is the most stable version of windows Mm -hmm. they've put out, uh, other than, you know, I'd say seven, you know, seven was a pretty good, um, system, but 10 is lean and mean and it will work. Uh, you know, I have, I'm, I'm a snob now. I'm like a hardware snob. I'm like, it's not running in a solid state drive. Don't use it. You know, it's just, you know, you need, you need 32 gigs of Ram. You're going to want, you know, this, this, and this. And if you've got all those pieces to that puzzle, um, you know that system will run great. It's just when you know these cheap laptops and things that overheat and you know that's all, just it, it, it starts to run it, like shit.
0: It's not often I find it's not often, and in fact, I said this to my father-in-law the other night. I said it's 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 not often a Windows problem. It's the PC that it's running on. It's the right? hardware,
1: yeah. It's exactly. just
0: not enough gas in the tank to to run the behemoth, I noticed the other night, I'm really, you know, being a Mac user and a laptop user, I've got, I've gotten so used to using so many of the trackpad gestures, you know, like three-finger and four-finger. Well, the laptop that I'm using, I think it's an Acer, I can do that. And I don't know if that's a Windows thing or what, but it emulates those same shortcuts. That's yeah,
1: you cool. can... Um... Yeah, the the trackpad software now on the Windows side is becoming a lot more intuitive. They've they've got a piece of software out there now, and I don't know if it's unique to the brand, uh. But you can program gestures into Windows Ten. I mean, yeah. it's it's there. Yeah, it I'm a mouse grossly. and keyboard guy. I tried, I tried the trackpad thing. I it worked too. For, me for a while, but I got uh, a mouse.
0: I'm probably ninety percent mouse, and especially. With the day job where I'm working on maps and data and that kind of stuff. It's without a mouse. I am just lost. A mouse and two screens. I've (laughs) have become that snob as well. Um, but I've read a number of articles. In fact, it was a a handful of years ago now where our our program manager at work sent around a, a, a number of articles that he had found that proved that two screens, like, triples or quadruples your your uh output so it's more than doubles your your output which makes sense i mean how often do you have to compare things on a screen pretty often
1: and all uh, the time there's other there's also features in windows 10 like for me i use a huge 4k screen you know i've got a big 60 inch screen in front of me at all times and uh you can set up um uh like i guess i don't know what they call it i guess it's like desktops right yes. where you can like hit a hotkey yep. and it will pull up chrome and fusion and whatever else and premiere oh, no. or whatever and it'll tile them and it and it and it's like you can re, you can set it to remember that yeah and then you can you know every single time you want to get to that screen you can do it i also started uh, beta testing a piece of software called shift uh, and shift is something that um, I had asked for on a podcast, probably an episode two or three. I mean, I was I, I I'm always trying to shift between Instagram, Facebook, email, oh, uh, right. Shopify. You know, all my platforms, right? <clears throat> so shift. What it does is it creates a window. And then on the left-hand side, you have a menu, and it's got all of your accounts, and they're all logged in, and then it's it'll oh, notify you when something yeah. changes in each one, right? Yeah. It's 90 bucks a year. Yep. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll try it. The On the first day I installed it and synced it with all my stuff, I realized how powerful this is because yeah. it's, you know, when you're – I get messages – and, and I'm I get tech message like technical messages on different aspects of whatever I'm doing from all angles. Not only email, but just people will message me on. And it, the way Facebook has it all set up, and it's Instagram just, and
0: Facebook messaging is
1: garbage. It. It's garbage. Oh. It should just be one spot where I get all these messages. Yep. I can just respond to them. But it it's not that way. Shift solves that problem, and then it syncs your yes. workspaces across your machine. So when I go home. It's the same at home as it is here in my shop. Oh, score. So it's pretty sweet. So I'll put a link down in the show notes. Um, you can go check out Shift if you want. Um, it's, you know, I don't know. I'm in a unique position where I need to be able to have, I don't have an assistant. And I, I need I could probably yeah. use one, but I yeah I don't have somebody checking my messages all the time. I'm doing it manually. Yeah, so it's, it's it really works for me.
0: Just keeping up with um with comments on posts on Instagram and DMs on Instagram, oh and I don't do much on Facebook. Um, and then YouTube I don't have much on YouTube either. So for me, just keeping up with Instagram. Instagram is so bad at sorting that stuff out and delivering it to you, right? Like, if you go into the little heart menu in the app... Oh, it's awful. This shit's just all strewn together. You can't figure out who commented on your post versus... Yeah. And and they don't
1: actually... The UI is terrible. Oh,
0: it's awful. And I've even looked at they their... They just um, made it worse. <laughs> yes. I've even looked at their API thinking like, well, is there a way to... Yeah, I'm surprised somebody hasn't made an app to just pull your data out of there and then organize yeah. it better. And even in the API, it's a bunch of shit.
1: Yeah. You know? And, Shift doesn't make it any easier in that regard. Yeah. It just makes it easier to get to it. And you that's, know, so you can see
0: But that alone what's would what. be helpful, right? Um yeah. Yep. I think that interestingly enough, I look at Instagram almost more as a messaging platform than a, a con- content platform in a way right right instagram and twitter started this I, I i think it's the ability to reach out to any user at any time right but like everybody's fair game just because you're a big fortune 500 company doesn't mean that ben butler can't message you so sure. th- to me that's always been kind of a neat part of instagram it You can reach out to anybody. Now, whether they see that or not is a whole different thing, right? um, Yeah, or respond to it. Or respond to it. But at least if you want to reach out, you can. And I think to some extent, I see like new companies that, that jump onto Instagram. They struggle with that, right? Because now all of a sudden... They're like so openly accessible, and they're like, Well, shit, contact yes. our support team or call this 800 number. You know, it's like, No, 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 yeah. no, 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 It's a whole new world, baby. <laughs> you know, like
1: people are just, yeah. Gonna, and if somebody's got a complaint and they hashtag you, oh, yeah, and you're, you're screwed. And you, yep. and now it's in a public forum. And yeah. yeah. So it, I think what it does though is it holds everyone accountable, mm-hmm. you know, um, including, the trolls and people who like to, you know, um, talk shit. Yep. Uh, what I love about it is somebody started, um, somebody asked on one of the forums on Facebook, you know, what their experience was with my grinder kit. Mm. And I had a guy write in and he was like, you know, I asked Brian a bunch of questions and, uh, you know, I really like his plan said Everything looks great and everything. And I bought the plans and I wanted to do this, this and this. And he totally blew me off. This is what the the comment said. So I, I'm looking at the guy's name and I'm like, I don't have an order for this guy. Like I'm trying, I'm looking through, I'm looking through my emails. I'm looking through everything. I don't have an order. <clears throat> so I, um, I ask him, you know, what his order number was and whatever. And uh, he says, never mind, I'm over it. Right. Uh, And then but he did have an order. No, no, he didn't steal it. it. (laughs) No, I know. But he didn't steal it. No, this gets even more weird. Right. So I find out because of his complaint, he actually was looking for something specific. He wanted me to do something specific for him. Okay. So I searched my emails for that string of words uh, and I found the email. Score. And I found the email string. Man, okay? that's impressive. The e- Yeah, so the e- so this is cuz this guy's publicly bashing me now right, in yeah. like a big big group. And it's and it's on a forum where people are asking specifically about my product. Yeah. So, I find the email thread. It's 48 emails back and forth between Holy me and this guy. Jeez. Okay. So, <clears throat> by the way, his name on Facebook is completely different than the guy's name on email and on my online oh, ordering man. platform. So he does not, he doesn't, he wants to create it create confusion. It wouldn't
0: happen to be, uh, uh, wouldn't you like to know? I've got a guy uh, trolling me right now whose name is, wouldn't you like to know?
1: Yeah, no, it's not him. So, so now I'm looking through the things that he's asking for, and they're things that I don't agree with. I right. just think that they don't make sense. And they, and he's the only one, by the way, that's asking for this. Almost
0: like he narrowed down to them, right?
1: He he yeah. Like so he then, knew
0: that you didn't agree with what he was going to ask.
1: <laughs> get ready for this. So I screenshot my phone yep. and the threads, right? There's even an email in there where he thanks me for my quick responses. Oh, no kidding. So I highlight <laughs> that part of it and I circle right. it and I go, look, I'm just, by the way, just for anyone yeah, reading this thread, ago. this this is an email thread that goes 48 emails <laughs> deep. And here's the last email I got from this person thanking me for my quick mm-hmm. responses mm-hmm. right above this is his comment saying I blew him yeah, off. You're an asshole. You and I'm like, you are just complaining to complain. Yeah. And 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 then and then he writes underneath there, "Oh, I'm very sorry, you know, um I I didn't realize." And I'm like, "But you're you're trying to hurt my business just, for no reason." I
0: don't know. No how people get that. Like how do people I don't get either. in their heads? I don't
1: I don't know. You know what it was? He was pissed off because I didn't take his recommendation. Sure. Yeah. So this is an ego problem yeah, oh with yeah. him. Yeah. And this is a, oh, Brian didn't do what I asked him to do. I threw a peanut at him and he didn't dance for me like the monkey that he right. is. And now I'm going to publicly shame him. Well, guess what? All of this shit is in, now I can respond. I can screen right. grab yeah. stuff. And I'm just going to just show you like, man, like, Hey, this is not okay. Yeah. And, and it turned, you know, so if, if you stay up with your stuff, if you stay on your shit and you've got a, uh, uh, an ethical business that is, you know, responsive to your customer set, being publicly available is 100% okay. It's easy. If you're a company that screws people over constantly, you're gonna have. You're a gonna hard get time. a reputation. Yep. You're gonna have a real hard time, and you're gonna end up changing your name, like a lot <laughs> of my competition does. Yeah. There's there's guys out there that just put pump out garbage all the time. They they make garbage product, and then every two years they change their name because right. they've got a PR nightmare on their hands. So you know, yep. do some research, and you'll find out who I'm talking about. So. <laughs> you shouldn't have to change your fucking name. I'm sorry. You no, should. you should never. And if have you do, to you've it. got a problem.
0: Yep. No, yeah. and I, I like. I've even thought about that with you know for and we talked about it on the show like I've thought about rebranding or you know all that kind of stuff and it's like you know what at the end of the day you, you can change your name all you want you can rebrand it's It'll still follow. you right it's still yep. going to be yep. me so whatever logo I put on my my hat or my shirt doesn't much matter you know um, right. and so I think you can worry too much about that stuff but I People are, it just always amazes me the, the, the level to which people will go, like you were saying, to protect ego or, or to boost ego. And it's so easy to get caught up in that in a social media induced world. And I think that that's probably the other thing that I tell people a lot when they, when they want to know, like, how do you grow on Instagram? And, number one is be consistent post every day. And number two is check your ego at the door, right? If, if that's right, if you don't have your ego under control, you're constantly going to be jealous of somebody else getting something or making something better or whatever, you know, (laughs) any of that kind of shit, or you're constantly going to want to like this guy, get your idea to fit into some place. It doesn't belong or, you know, it's so easy to slip into that. Um, that trend where you're only considering yourself and it's social media will do it to you really quickly. If you let it,
1: (laughs) there's, there's a lot of people out there that would think looking at your competition is a good thing. And it is in some regards when you are focused solely on them and you're not doing what you need to be doing. We talked a little bit about this with, uh, you know, these patent uh, infringement things that are going on. Um, what you're doing is you're, you're, uh, it, I always say anger, uh, is this, uh, poison you drink you're I've read this somewhere. This is not my quote, but someone said, uh, anger is like drinking poison, hoping the other person will die. Right. No. Okay. No. So, you know, that makes no sense, right? You know, why would you do that? And you're hurting yourself. So stop, you know, if you see your competition doing something and it's damaging, handle it. Warranty that shit, you yep. know. Regulate if you can, and then let it go, and then con- yeah. continue working on your own stuff. You yeah, want to sit here control. and focus on the the yeah, yeah. You can sit and focus on that all you want. It's just taking away from your ability to do other things and be successful. Yeah. So always be moving forward. Which, by the way, is the tip that my dad gave me. Always be moving forward, and it, and it he one of the things that he always not only told me, but demonstrated was to never, ever give up. And even to his detriment, sometimes, you know, you would be looking at the guy like running his head into a wall and you'd be like, why are you, you know, what's, what's changing here? You're not fixing anything. Eventually, the wall would give way. Yeah. That's like my type of dad, you know, his yep. dad, his dad was the same way. And It'll it was like, eventually right if it. you just keep hitting your head against that thing, it's going to eventually move <laughs> yeah. or either one, one thing will give in either your head or the wall. Mm-hmm. And typically in my dad's uh, case, it's the wall. But um, he, he taught me through um, example uh, to always push and, uh in fact, he, he, when he semi-retired and he was in his 50s, he named his boat Tenacity. Nice. Because that's what it he, touched. that's yep. really what he, he wanted to go fishing. He did it for five years and got bored and went back to work. Right. <laughs> but he, <laughs> nice. he, he would, uh, he had a nice fishing boat that he bought and he would, we would go out on it and it was called Tenacity. Yep. And that was because yeah. he was a, he a freaking, ten- he's tenacious, yeah. man. He, you know, he doesn't that's- always win and he hates it. But man, he's tenacious. That's so. I would. Which brings us to our question, by the way. What did you learn from your dad? Yeah. Some of the responses on this, by the way, are awesome. Oh my god, the the amount of stuff we got back. Yeah. So amazing. So what? Tell me quickly. I know we're going to run out of time if we don't. Mine
0: was. was Mine is very similar to yours. And and um, my stepdad. I would say he he doesn't just hate. He loathes the word can't. <laughs> mm. And and anytime that he would hear almost anybody say can't, you know, it's like there is no such thing as can't. Can't means that right. you haven't tried or that, that you haven't put enough effort into it, right? And so he would he would literally forbid you from using the word can't, you know. And then yeah, uh, sure. my father-in-law, very similar, you know, is is the same way. I, you know, he would say, um if I'd say you know, he would ask you to do something. You'd say, well, yeah, I'll give it a try. He'd say, well, then don't even do it. <laughs> and it's like... Yeah, don't even try. And when I first no started, like, working with him or he would come out and help on projects or we would work together, that used to make me so damn mad because it was like, well, of course I'm going to do it, you know? <laughs> it's just a figure of speech, but, <laughs> 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 you know, then you start thinking about it. And I think that through uh both of their ability to... In the same way as, as probably your dad, just never, ever give up on anything, right? Um, there have been moments where, you know, even I've, I've stopped and thought, like, just let it go. But they sure. are so committed to, um, whatever endeavor it is in front of them or belief or ideal set or, uh, you know, uh, belief system or creed or whatever. So, Unquestionably committed to to doing it, that you cannot stop them, <laughs> and it's really, I think through that, that's the message I hope that my boys get is that whatever you want to do, you can you can go out and do it tomorrow if you just Absolutely. start pouring effort into it. You know, so
1: yeah, there's a lot of people that tout that that don't live it. Right. You know, that's the other thing yes. is that you, you and you start to sniff those folks out real quick because there's a lot of talk and no action Yep, and action is by far the most important thing. Yeah. Um, and if you uh, it, now I'm going to go into some of the comments. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Daniel Bradford uh, on Facebook. He's uh Dan of steel on uh, YouTube. Yeah. He's just getting started. Uh, he says, believe none of what you hear and half of what you see, which is, yeah, that's exactly what. You know, I I think the same way. Like yeah. I, when I hear people tell me one thing, I'm just like, okay, well, let's see what you can do. Yep. You know, that's important. There's two
0: ways to motivate um, people, right? I I learned this in, I can't remember, so some kind of a leadership class, but one way is to tell people that, you you can't do that. You'll never do that. You're not good enough to do right. that. And that'll motivate them. And the other way is to tell them, "Hey, man, you've got all the tools you need. You you've got all the skill you need. You just put some
1: effort in it, and I know you'll do
0: it." Both will net I'm, I'm results, the,
1: but they do. I'm a more I'm more on the latter side. Like I yeah. feel like enabling someone to be able to do something gives uh, in my from my experience has a much higher success rate. Oh yeah. You know, so you, you really look at it from terms of like, okay, if I enable this person to be able to do this project, uh, which by the way, I had a lot of people in my life doing the same thing for me, which was they enabled, they gave me the tools I needed to do it. And then they walked away and said, you better fucking do it, you know, and that, and that was the end of that. And, and. Uh, sometimes I would fail and I would have to get up and do it again and again and again. But it was a lot of years of it, people enabling me yeah. positively or negatively, you know, depending on their approach. But uh, it enabling people to do things um, and which, by the way, is part of part of the reason why I love doing this work yep. that we do on the podcast, on YouTube, on Instagram is because people see us doing it and we inspire them to go out and do it for themselves (laughs) yeah what a what a what a legacy to leave behind you know in my opinion there's no higher legacy and I and I will always say this too one more thing about um, uh, my kids whenever you hear me give someone advice I first think would I tell my own child that yeah you know it's a great piece not from a father son perspective but more from I care enough about my own kids. How would I tell Dexter or Emerson or Izzy, how would I tell them, you know, to do this? Um, And then I give that advice. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And so, and hopefully all of this recordings, all of this stuff later when I'm gone, they'll have some sort of, you know, package to listen to and go back and, you know, pull out all my wisdom. Yeah. You you said that before.
0: And that is such an interesting, that is to me is such a cool piece that i don't think about enough is that you know social media and this podcast and other the, the the digital footprints we leave behind someday either ourselves looking back on or our kids or our grandkids you know i hell if i could see my my papa had a, a tool and die Plant, you know, that was in the early stages of powdered metal industry and all that stuff. You know, like, can you imagine looking through an yeah. Instagram account of him posting a- every day, or,
1: or a weekly, <laughs> yeah, uh, um, audio all... content of him just talking about, yeah, that, even just that talking. journey, yeah. Holy shit! Like right. if you could hear his words and him talking about his frustrations, his oh, wins, man. his losses, like all that. Think about the the impact that would have on you as a human being.
0: Yeah. That'd be huge. It'd be real. Yeah. So that's, to me, it's a cool idea. So if folks are looking for motivation to do social media, that there's one, right? If you stop and consider that hell, even if you do it and you don't, uh, you don't follow anybody, you don't, you you know, you make it a completely private account and it's just your little diary, Facebook account, go for it. You know, it's well worth it. Yeah. I'm with
1: you. Nick Tobin from Pickle Cutters says if you ain't got nothing good to say, shut the hell up. And that's what he learned from his dad. That's a that's a really good one. <laughs> there you I think go. There's there's multiple ways of saying that, but yeah, if it, you know, it's if if you've gotten if you've just got nothing to say, uh, yeah. Keep your mouth shut. shut. Your my mouth the other one that saddles up right next to that—that I—that uh, was said a lot in my family—is if everywhere you go smells like shit, it's probably you. Yep. So uh, <laughs> just, just take that in for a minute. Let that right. soak in for a second. Consider you know, there's that. a lot of wisdom in those words. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Oh, <laughs> from a literal standpoint uh, and yeah. a, figurative a figurative standpoint. standpoint. <laughs>
0: Uh, (laughs) 118. Oh, here we go. 118 Blades, he says. Uh, My dad taught me to pursue my goals, tackle obstacles, dive or jump to get around them. Achievable or not, he was a man with a broad vision and, in my eyes, the one person who could do anything. My stepdad's a whole other story. He was a teacher and not really a hands on person. The thing he taught me was to listen and watch others. Just sit there and do just that, and that helped me a lot that oh, and that helped me a lot to develop the way I'm thinking and do my work. Both passed away in the last fifteen months, but I still live by their advice. yeah
1: we've gotten a lot of comments from people who have lost their fathers yeah. Um, yeah. and, and, and it, it makes you think, because I still have my man. dad, yeah. he's, he's mid seventies, you know, so he's still there. He's still he- hanging out and helping out. Um, but you know, you start looking and looking at old photos and you're like, man, the man before me is not the same man. I know. Right. I remember growing up. Yeah. Well, you start um, looking at so,
0: photos and, and, uh, you look at pictures of yourself, and, and you're the guy that you remember your dad being. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, I mean, exactly. Like, Fuck! <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like, like all those photographs that we have, you're right, in my mind's eye, I think that's how my kids see me exactly. now. And I'm like, oh, geez, oh, God, I hope I'm doing the right stuff, you know? Um, yep. Yeah. So, all right. Matt, Matt Walker down in Texas. Uh, he says, two things always stand out. You won't know if you can do it until you try. And the other one is, if you can't talk and work at the same time, don't talk. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's great. I <laughs> uh, love it. I love, it. What's I love the, it. That's a deep Texas wisdom.
0: Oh, right there. man. What's the other one I, I, uh, we we always say this when I when I'm working on fires, you know. And it's people, everybody always comes in with an emergency. I need this map built for this little area, and all this, you know. And it's like an emergency on your part does not constitute action on mine.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and when you learn that, yeah, when somebody approaches you with a project. My favorite. My favorite two letters in the English language and the alphabet are N and O. Yep. I go, you know, does this, does this project help the, my cause or push me forward? And if it doesn't, whether it be financially or professionally, I say no. Sorry. And it's just that's, I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. Or bring me something I don't have and let's collaborate on it, in which case it does help propel both of us and moves yeah. us forward yeah but uh you get to a point in your professional career where you're just like no you gotta I, turn I'm, down this is, your emergency is your fault yep. not mine sorry and, uh, charlie <laughs> hopefully you learn, learn a lesson from all of this <laughs> goodbye see you later <laughs> something tells me you won't well, oh, that's here, okay
0: too here's another one speaking of uh l- emergency lessons this one probably this band-aid's probably applied to that uh cone knives says that credit cards are the devil if you can't oh, yeah. pay for it with what you have, you need to work for it, nice, and save up yes. your pennies. Credit cards are a slippery slope that many people have a hard time
1: recovering from, no doubt. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I'm with him on the credit card thing. I use credit cards only. To uh, for the protection and convenience yep. of said credit cards and then immediately pay them off. I, I hold zero debt in credit cards. Yep. And I remember having a conversation with a, an upper executive of PayPal one time mm-hmm. who used to work for American Express. I just so happened to run into him in a weird place. And um, we, we hit it off. We were like at a bar basically talking. Nice. And I asked him what he did and he told me he was in credit, you know. And, yeah. And we were back and forth, back and forth about this. And I told him that's what I do. I I I take my American Express and every month, you know, charge it up. All my expenses go through it. And then at the end of the month, I get a kickback from American Express. Yep. You know, it's like a 1% and up to 5% on certain things. Yep. And you know what he told me? He says, we have a name for people like you. And I said, <laughs> what's that? And he says, freeloader
0: <laughs> that's hey. me
1: baby yep. Hey, yep. yeah hey yeah i love it i love being a freeloader well
0: the system. system's not set up for people like us right because we're like we're the right. same way christy and i both you know both and she's she is the reason i mean she is so frugal um which is incredible you know i i would i would spend more probably <laughs> i know i would but sure i think as i've gotten older like just man to have that Set in stone to have that habit built firmly. Uh, to to watch those pennies and like you say, as soon as that bill comes in, that some bitch is getting paid off immediately.
1: It and, is a slippery slope. he's so is. right. It, if you look at like compounding interest. Oh, at Lord. like twenty eight percent. I was just gonna say you'll never yeah. dig yourself out. You, you'll never. You dig
0: can't. Out. You find another way. If that's your only option, find another way. Um, it's predatory lending. In my there opinion. are some emergency situations that, that call for it, but golly, find another way. Yeah.
1: My friend Melanie, uh, she's been a friend of mine for a long time. She says that uh, to her, she learned this from her dad to not sweat the petty things nor pet the sweaty things. i find that very funny very funny um another interesting one from my mom was uh, you make your bed and you lie in it consequences for choices made which by the way she passed on to me so i remember (laughs) all of those things from my childhood right uh you did this (laughs) welcome to your consequences now i know where you learned that from mom how about it Riley knife
0: and tool. He's got a good story here. I'll, I'll take the longer ones, I guess. Oh,
1: this is good. Yeah, oh, this is real good.
0: One of my favorite lessons from my dad came during a somewhat rare father-son moment. He walked over, put his arm around me, pulled me close, and looked me straight in the eye. Son, he said, "I know you. I know I don't say this often, but I want you to know you're a pretty good boy." As my heart swelled and a tear began to moisten in the corner of my eye, I started choking up, undone by this long-awaited declaration of admiration and respect. Then he continued, I need you to know one more thing. He pulled me closer and continued, The thing is, there just ain't much call for a boy in a man's world. <laughs> and then he slapped <laughs> me in the back of the head and left the room. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, it, it was so well written. It sucked me in when I was reading it. I, was I know like, oh, that's funny. That's funny. I, yeah. It's like a nice warm moment. Oh man, dad, like, boy, you're kind of right a up. wuss. Get up off <laughs> your butt and do something. You I sissy. Love it. I love it. <laughs> Justin lamaru says, "If there's no, uh, he's got two two tips here. There's no way to avoid getting your hands dirty. Just get them dirty and then get the work done. That's super important. No right? doubt. No Watch doubt. Watch any of our your work and my work. Our hands are." gross all the time yep. just start um, just do it uh and then number two take your time there's no sense in rushing through a paid job if someone is paying you to do something do it well and that is oh, absolute man. give 110 somebody's going to give every single product i push every single thing i do i test it myself i make sure it works yep. i never want the customer to walk away feeling like they didn't get their money's worth yeah that is hands down an awesome tip. If you can do that and you can achieve that, you will be successful. Yeah, you got. You, you have to.
0: It, the, you put out one bad thing, you're done. You know, it's, it can That's be it. that quick. Um,
1: and it doesn't matter if it's online or not. Like we no. talked about, you will it will catch up to you.
0: Yeah, e- easily. That the the you'll realize how small the world is pretty quickly, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Avatar Forge. This is a difficult one to share publicly, Uh, but my father taught me how not to raise kids. So that I think we'll, yeah, we'll paraphrase there.
1: Yeah, I I read that one and he private messaged me as well. And and my response to that is, you know, you're going to be fed a lot of things in your life that aren't going to settle well with you. You yeah. know, and um, sometimes, unfortunately, those things come from people who are very close to us in our sphere of influence. And we also have to remind ourselves that our parents are people, too, yep. they, you know, they just happen to be connected to you biologically. Some some dads are sperm donors. And, you know, yeah. there's man, there, are they're they some of my private messages, by the way, would make a guy cry. I mean, oh, bad. I had people reaching out saying, like, I don't want to share this publicly, but, you know, this has kind of been my experience. My response was always this is that look at the person who you've become. Mm-hmm. Like right now, you're you're you and I are having a conversation about this. We're talking about the things you're doing. I'm watching the things you're doing. You're doing a great job. You're raising your own kids in a great way. You're stopping the cycle of negativity. Yeah. Um, and if your dad was a no-show, he did you a favor. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Um, and so you have to shift your perspective a bit and look at it in terms of you know, it could have been worse, uh, but you—you you know, man, it's—it's it's a hard thing to swallow. But your parents are people too, man. They and, are. You know, they're just like you or me. You know, they're doing the same. They're trying their best, and sometimes they're not. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they're doing their worst.
0: Well, and the fact know, that so. you recognize that, right? Like the the fact that you're even considering that, or that you're saying that out loud, and you're willing to say it out loud in a in a very public way. Uh, that shows that like you said you're you're stopping that cycle you're you're Stop it, yeah. you are a better person you're you know you're you're proving that um, that that you'll that those lessons can be can be taught in a number of different ways right <laughs> um and I think that, that that's right folks yeah not everybody's cut out to be the perfect baseball game dad you know the good old american guy who you know is stoic and respected and uh, by everyone and godlike and you know all these things we're not all and that if way they
1: are and if they are i would heavily question yeah all of that yeah by the way. like when you see these people who are painting a perfect picture right. of everything they do and all this uh, there's some skeletons in some closets. And, you know, I don't agree with everything my dad did. And I've told him right. to his face. Yeah. It was like, the, a, a, there's a lot of shit between us, you know. And But here's what there is between us, is a lot of acceptance too, you know. Um, yeah. That's one thing that my family has always touted is, doesn't matter, we accept you, we love you. We're not going to always agree with everything you do. And we're not going to always agree with the decisions you've made. On both sides on my side and on their side but we accept each other yeah that's a beautiful exactly. thing when we sit down at the same table we all look at each other as imperfect beings and you know we're just you know floating on this big blue and green ball on in the, the universe for about a hundred years and then we're, we all turn to dust yeah and you make the best of it you know while you're here you know, love the people who are around you. Uh, you know, cut out the toxic ones or fix those toxic relationships, and then move on. So, yep. You know, that's how I see it.
0: Yeah. Amen to that. It takes a while to get there. You know, I think uh, talking about growing up earlier. You know, and it it definitely it can. I say, give yourself some slack because it can take you a little while
1: to get there. We're not all. You know, it took. I'm still a junior hire, right? I mean, and all really, I am. Yeah. I, I've got a lot to learn, and I'm 43. Yeah, you know, so no doubt, I, I yeah. pe- Some people will never grow up. Yep. You'll just have to accept that. Some of your parents will never grow up, and you'll have to accept it. That, exactly. And, you know, these role reversal things happen all the time. You know, yeah. so hey, you know, you can either sit and dwell on it, like we were talking about with um, your competition doing things, and you're just going to sit there and get eaten up by that. Or you can accept it and move on and be the best version of yourself. Yeah. So that's what I say. John Campora. Oh, I love John. Uh he's got a great YouTube channel. Um <laughs> he says, I learned some basic carpentry, electrical, and some plumbing. Now, if you know John, like I know John, uh he's uh he's a uh, I believe he's a financial guy. He works mm. in like the markets. So like he's he's doing his thing with uh investing and all of that. Um, and so, but when you look at his YouTube channel, you would never think it because it's, you know, a lot of leather work and he sharpens axes and he does all kinds of stuff. Uh, he's a sweet human being, a good guy and lives in Florida and he's doing his thing too. So, um, I'll put a link down in the show notes to his his YouTube. So he, he does some cool stuff. He's by no means trying to be a content creator. He's just sharing stuff. Sharing. That's great. Which is really cool. Yeah.
0: Nice. Let's see. Uh, I got one.
1: I can read it right now. Yeah, go for it. I got another another long one Uh, coming up. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I got a long one here too. This one's really good. Um, Bill, I'm going to butcher your last name, Bill, (laughs) but it's Bill Milios, I believe. M-I-L-L-I-O-S. He says, a couple of years ago on Father's Day, I wrote this about my dad who is now gone. Hmm. Uh, Things my dad taught me in no particular order. Number one, work hard yes number two question authority but not his <laughs> well, <laughs> there you i go. like that uh number three you can straighten a bent nail but it's better to get a new one that's a really good one by the way yeah i worked with a lot I'm of carpenters it. who would straighten nails and i mean <laughs> oh, man. Like, taking the friggin' time to straighten a come 16 on. penny nail come on uh number four don't be like the monkey with the football which you can interpret that however you want. Right. Uh, number five, it's uh, sometimes better to tell people that they are idiots or assholes rather, rather to leave them in their own doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on that side of a conversation. I've been right. on both sides of that conversation, by the way, and they oh, were it was man. always helpful. <laughs> uh, no, number six, plan ahead and bring extra supplies. That's there a good one, go. too. Yep. Uh Number seven, it's a, a good set of tools is invaluable. It's better, often better to invest in the tools and learn how to do something yourself than to pay someone to do something. And then you're out of the money right. and then you don't have the tools or the knowledge to handle it the next time. Yep. That right there, that is like by far the best in that list, I think, so far. That's, yeah. a, that's a really good one. If you can afford the tools and learn how to do it yourself uh you're not only investing in yourself and your tools, but you're investing in future whoever. Yes, you the future
0: are, you. you know? Yeah, people yep. people often ask, you know, like, and we've done an episode on tools, you know, it's like what what tools should you buy first? Well, in my mind, the next time you have a project idea or something that needs fixed around your house or, you know, whatever it is, instead of picking up the phone, you know, go to the hardware store. Buy the tools that you need to do that job. And I mean, go to, a,
1: go to a good hardware yes. store like an ace and yeah. find the old guy in the aisle, whatever you're right. trying to do, and go, Hey, I want to do this. And that guy's going to most likely give you 50 years of experience in one conversation, and he's going to hand you the stuff that uh, you need to make it happen. So, you. Uh, yeah. by the way, Ben, I know you have a hard out, right? In what, 15 minutes? You got, we, we how much more time do we have?
0: Uh, Maybe. Yeah, a few more minutes. So we few could more minutes. Okay. do one more. And are we going to? So,
1: so here's what I was thinking because this was such a great topic. Yeah. And I want to get to everyone's comments is that I want to flow this into next week's uh, show because we got so many. For instance, on, on Facebook alone, we have uh, 58 comments. I didn't even count them on Instagram, so I'm not sure. Uh, but there's so much wisdom here i don't want to overlook it yeah. so i was hoping we would go you know flow this into next the next show basically yeah drop the deuce you, drop, <laughs> let's drop the deuce <laughs> <of> the audience <laughs> we're working for it
0: yeah i think that's a great idea i think it's there is so there are so many comments on well just instagram alone and i know that you've got a ton on facebook as well which is so active yeah. And yeah, let's continue it. We can just come back yeah. to this. And maybe we'll even refresh the, I'll share out the uh, podcast question as well on
1: mine. And yeah, we'll get more. We'll for kind sure. of refresh it. Real quick. I want to shout out our patrons, everybody that supports us on Patreon. We did gain, get this, we've hooked. gained some Patreon royalty. Ooh. Devin O'Hara
0: no from The Art way. of
1: Craftsmanship is giving us the high five he's doing the $5 a month thing. Nice. So we did gain another patron, which is awesome. Uh, and we are driven. very close to obtaining our goal, achieving our goal of uh, being able to upgrade our software. And, you know, man, I feel, you know, I, t- I don't take it lightly. You yeah, know, when somebody says, I'm going to give you, even if it's $1 dollar, they're you know, they're giving us a yeah. dollar a month. The, 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 I I feel like that is a vote of confidence in what we're doing and I truly truly appreciate you guys uh um, from the Patreon side and everyone who listens. You don't have to contribute financially at all uh, right. of course, but um we appreciate you all. So thank you so much for contributing to our work. Yeah,
0: I agree. It's it's humbling, you know? Like you said, it's just to know that I don't know, I I think that folks Especially now, it's hard to commit to something, especially that's recurring, you know, and it's, I, I don't know. I, so I appreciate it. I think um, it says a lot about the community and it says a lot about the type of people that uh, we're building around us. And I think to me, that's thats pretty darn cool, you know, to have a group of folks willing to, to pay you for something that you would do for free anyway. That's pretty damn sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I am with you. Well, hey, listen. Uh I'm going to let's wrap this thing up yeah. real quick. And um I I my my projects this week real fast um are I have been focusing on releasing a complete uh change of the Revolution grinder. So I am working heads down in creating an entire new plan set which I'm using Fusion 360 in the drawing format to make and push out a much easier to understand plan set than the first revision. And then we've made some major changes to the overall design of that, uh, grinder. So there's like some big changes coming in the next couple of weeks. Um, we're going to push out a, a whole new version of it. Uh, essentially it's, it, you know, the chassis, a lot of it's the same, but I've just made design changes that make it easier to put together. So if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and that's why i've been heads down and not not able to um you know do a lot of uh, social media i should be doing it but i uh, i'm it's a whole nother conversation maybe we can shift this into the next show but it's like um after all the copyright infringement and patent infringement stuff it's like i get afraid you know like i'm fearful of releasing stuff because people are copying it and it's that's you know, tough sucks, man but i just need to get over that shit i just need to get over it and do it well
0: you know? but it still makes you gun shy and that's bullshit you know that yeah it does uh, somebody's doing that yeah yeah so when uh when do you think you'll wrap all that sort of redesign up
1: <clears throat> well I'm, I'm thinking in the next two or three weeks uh we should be shipping generation four uh, nice. but the the problem is i have all my parts cut in texas right <laughs> so <laughs> texas is a little bit fucked right now uh, How about and it? um yeah so we're a little behind on our current orders we're just trying to push that all out but uh we we're getting there you know i mean it's it's just it, it the old we have a bunch of kits left over from generation 3 that we'll be getting rid of and that'll be fine but it's just uh nice. slow going I so mean, when you say stuff
0: uh, that'll be the parts kits and the plans
1: um yeah
0: have you thought about doing uh, would you release the plans without the part kits be, parts kits being available or
1: they're now because they, yeah they, what people do is they'll buy both most of the time you know people are buying the kit and the plans now um yeah, it's got to go in tandem. Is it? It's such a big change, you know. There's a there the platen, uh d d plate has changed significantly. The work rest is so much easier to build now. All of these things are together, part of the kit. So, one without the other, it would be tough. Yeah. I think it just needs to all come out at the same time. So that's what I'm going to do. Nice. I've I've been Fusion really. Fusion um, is a big part yeah. of that, by the way. Yeah. It makes a huge difference to have Fusion. Oh, man. I did the first revision in SketchUp, and it was a nightmare. Yeah. so
0: I've been pushing <laughs> on that idea, So, at least in my mind. I haven't been able to sort of operationalize it yet, right? Um, in fact, I was talking to a buddy of mine on, on IG um, about that. He just built a workbench with a router sled sort of integrated into it for flattening slabs and stuff you know yeah came up with a really unique idea using black pipe and um, some t-track and just some real simple hardware uh, so that you could have this everyday average bench that also had this slab flattening capability and he had never used fusion either and he was chatting with me about a week ago and i was like dude just give it a try i was like you're pretty savvy and you know you're a hell of a builder, and I said it's just building shit in a computer. You know, so if you, yeah. you get that in your head, it it becomes a lot of fun. It's also some one of the reasons why I probably don't do it as much as I should is because I don't want to build things twice. <laughs>
1: but but you save so much heading. Oh if man, you do, you do,
0: you do. So he knocked out a set of plans. You know went from zero to hero and i'm like dude this is insane
1: (laughs) you know and how quickly you can do it oh literally and if you make a modification on your 3d uh fusion file yeah if it's tethered to the drawing it makes the modification on the drawing
0: right i
1: know it's 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 a game changer man it is an absolute game changer i i I just it, it made my my stuff look so much more professional and easy to follow yeah you know, so and I like
0: the idea seeing the with the shop bot now you know I've got the plan I've got the digital uh, uh, CNC files that can that could be monetized and then in some cases depending on what it what the item actually is I would sell the item you know oh yeah <laughs> so I've I've been playing around with um, with a trim router, table design so okay for uh you know most router tables run a full-size router um i think it's rockler that sells a trim router table and it's just a small router table for um for a trim router which is a smaller handheld router you know uh, okay which I find I use for 90% of my routing jobs anyway. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's me too. easier, yeah. more convenient to to grab. And so I've been playing around with that and it's like, well shoot. I could sell the actual router table as a flat pack item. I could sell the damn plans to build your own and I could sell the CNC files to cut your own.
1: So you know what we should do, and and you you tell me if I'm on the right track here. What if we did a an, an experiment where we publicized a project like that? Yeah, where we we created something that'd be, and sweet. then we you and I did it together or whatever, and we sold it, and then we talked about the process. Yeah and then we share the success and failures of it yeah i think that would be pretty interesting for people to follow along with and then I every week we could do like an update we could say like this week we sold a hundred dollars worth of whatever yep. I think, you it's know it's like it a startup ins- it could inspire uh, a, a, people
0: a public startup right <laughs> in a way
1: yeah yeah exactly Which I,
0: I think is a cool yeah i would love to do that and whether it's um well i mean the router table would be a cool idea but i mean we, we need to find something that would sort of bridge the two mediums you know
1: i think my little tapering jig would be a good and that
0: one. yep that would be a great one because you
1: can make that out of wood or metal right it doesn't it could be either or so we could set it up to do your yeah. shopbot version and then my langmere systems crossfire there pro we can make a metal version and then sell the dxf files uh, and the, the 3D CAD files for it, and then also a video walkthrough series and a set of plans. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, and then sell the actual product on Etsy just to, just to give yep. like a thing where we could say, okay, now you can actually go buy the physical product. Yeah. And then we'll just give weekly reports and say, That'd like, be cool. This. I loved it when Alex Steele did that. He was, yeah. uh, he was challenged to make a thousand dollars in a day. You
0: make or the door like hook or something where you, uh, yeah I mean, yeah to he made the, the door, door puller yeah yeah i think it that's a, brilliant I think, it I think it'd be really a, a really neat look into uh the whole process and it would this would be a great forum to provide update on it you know we could even from the beginning from from designing it up in fusion you know and and uh, go through that whole process and
1: yeah we could share the videos out on instagram and youtube yep and then talk about it cross promote you know your channel my instagram and and all of that together love it and then use that as a a jumping off point to find out if this is a viable project and then every week we'll discuss our our you know our progress yeah and show people the nuts and bolts of it because i think there's a lot of talented people out there that could be doing this and making a lot of side money doing it hell yeah. And and learning at how, the same yeah, time and sharing.
0: Maybe they struggle with how to start it, right? How, wh- what are the steps to actually get a product up for sale, right? And then yeah. um, if it does well, uh, what are the the what are the stumbling blocks preventing you from growth? right is it fulfillment is it shipping is it what yeah let's i think that'd be that'd be awesome and in fact that'd be perfect because i'd be able to use uh your tapering jig on the knife collab i'm doing with mr b cone knives yep
1: which is and i think too you could also rehandle some of your older tools if yeah. you wanted to you yeah. can make handles with this thing and yeah, so yeah, let's discuss it further on the next show. And then uh, if you have an idea, hit us up via DM at workforit.podcast. It's that, that easy. 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 <laughs> easy. All right, Benjamin, I appreciate you, man. <laughs> All a right, great my great man. Great show. Yeah. And I hope you guys are having a great week out there. Yeah. Remember, get out there and work for it. Work your
0: asses off.
1: <laughs> work your fingers to the bone. Let's do it. All right. Adios, guys. Later. If you like this show, take a look at our other shows made for makers just like you at www.makery.network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.